They're commenting like they can. Well, that'd be perfect. But we're not live. Oh, it's showtime. Okay, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll let you know. All right, we are live. Welcome in. The latest episode of that SEC podcast brought to you by Twisted T and my bookie. Please let us know if you can hear us, because we never know. Hope, hopefully they can see us. Hopefully they can hear us. Absolutely. Basically, Shane, I tell this to people all the time, and it's the truth. The listeners, they're basically the producers of this they are. show. You know what? They are, and they're doing a hell of a job. Thanks for hanging out with us. You still hear us? Got good audio, good video? Well, we haven't heard yet today, but uh, Danny says, Tennessee, still on track for 11-1. and one. I Can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> Sounds like you, cousin Shane. M-I-Z. All right. Well, I mean, I assume they can hear us. We've been live for a little while here. So how you doing, buddy? Doing good, man. Doing good. Are we crack- Are we doing like the traditional open or are we just getting right into we're, this? We're thing? already in it, man. Okay, we're man. It. Well, here, let's get some cold twisted tea going here. Yeah. Sounds good. I appreciate you, William. Mm. Or Wade. Sorry. Tennis and then RC, he's a Florida fan. You know, we said Tennessee's still on track for 11-1. Yeah. RC says, Tennessee, still on track for 8-4. and four. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Next year's our year. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, hey, before – hey, Childress, appreciate you. He says we sound great. You yeah. look great, Brad, so I appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this. Before we get rolling here, Shane, so we got a lot of games to pick. We've got our prize picks. We've got our my bookie locks of the week. Yeah. Get into all that. But – and don't reveal it just yet. You don't have to. But I'm just wondering how much thought has been given to who you are given the curse or, excuse me, lock of the week for you. <laughs> Quite a bit, Mike. Quite a bit. Because, you know, again, I told you on the last show, it felt like I should spread this love a little bit. You know, I don't want to hit the fan base more than once. It just doesn't, just doesn't seem fair. But that may change this week, Mike, because <laughs> I need a win, baby. I need to make some money, and I don't want to curse these teams, but I thought maybe maybe a double whammy would get me back on track. You know what I'm saying? So maybe in, instead of picking a new team, I go with a, a team I've already kind of cursed in the past just so we can rot this ship. So uh got my good luck shirt on from Mizzou. Pack the oh, zoo. Yeah. Thank you for sending that. What and, a shirt. Uh, I who knows I may be undefeated after picking today, so this mm-hmm. could be my good luck shirt. Yeah, we got Tennessee fans hoping you lock up UTSA. <laughs> we got Ole Miss fans begging you to block up Alabama. I can't wait to it. So we'll get into it in just a second, Shane, with all our picks. But we got to start with our Prize Pick selection. Yeah, and we got to let the audience know. Of course, head on over to PrizePicks.com. Daily fantasy sports. We love Prize Picks. Because they got college football, not just college football, but NFL, NBA, all that. But the reason we love prize picks, because they got these SEC and everybody else players. So head on over to prizepicks.com, promo code SEC, and they're willing to match your initial deposit up to 100 bucks. Are you ready to hear my prize picks? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay. I think you're going to like these ones. You always do. Till they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right, how about this one, Shane? Spencer Rattler. He's red hot. Yeah. I was dead wrong. Gamecocks are going to be letting me know for the next 
six years that I was wrong about yeah. Spencer Rattler, and they deserve it, over 272 and a half passing yards against Mississippi State. Mm. He's averaging like 350, I think. Yeah. Well, I, I think it was it was there before Georgia. He didn't have quite as many as Georgia. Right. But that's because Georgia's got a hell of a defense, but he still looked great. Over 272 and a half passing yards for Spencer Rattler against Mississippi State. Do you like that one? Well, seeing how that's the only form of offense they have, uh, yeah, I think I could be swayed that way. But again, I think that's more of a gut check on how you feel this game's going to go. Like, if you think it's close, if you think they're playing from behind, right? definitely. But who knows? If they're up big, then, it, you know, that 270 may be a tough mark to get. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm kind of impartial with that one. I'm going to hold I'm going to hold it. Is this the only one you got from that game? And he gives me hell for Spencer Rattler. Hey, okay, we're moving on, bro. We'll move on from that one. How about this? I like this one. KJ Jefferson. Yeah. Over. You think I'd go passing, but I'm going rushing. I know sacks can count against a quarterback, but I think this is we gotta unleash KJ. Doesn't sound like Rockets gonna play. Unleash KJ against LSU. Yeah. Over 38 and a half rushing yards against LSU's defense. Thoughts on that one. Oh, man, that's a tough defense. I'm not trying to double down and say say I'm not liking your picks, Mike, because usually I'm wrong on any pick. And you've been, what, two for three just about every time you yep. know, this season. So mm-hmm. maybe I just need to listen to you here. I'm going, uh, yeah, over. Because if they're going to beat LSU, it's going to have to be, you know, kind of some – some playmakers, you know, just emerging. And we know KJ Jefferson has that ability. We got to see little flashes of it last week. So yeah, yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah. And again, that's another thing I love about prize picks. You if you make three selections, yeah, you get two of them right, you get your money back. So and of course you get all three, you 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 win big. Anaya Smith, Texas AM receiver. Yeah. I feel like they messed up on this one. Over 39 and a half receiving yards Jeez. against Auburn. That's free money right Come there. Come on. Come on now. Right? They released him last week. <laughs> right. You know right. what I'm saying? It's like, oh, yeah, we if we give him the ball, we can win games. So, yeah, I think this is an easy one. I and, like that one. And then one more, a little off the radar. Yeah. But I think he'll have a big game. They got him going. Rivaldo Fairweather, Auburn tight end. He mm-hmm. had a big game last week. Over 23 and a half receiving yards against A&M. Because I think – you know, I don't want to. We're about to pick that game, so I'm not, I don't want to spoil anything. But I think you know Auburn could get down. They could have to pass. I mean, that's yeah. 23 and a half. That's one big pass play, and, yeah. and you hit the over there. Yeah, no, I agree, man. I, I love it. I love that one. <laughs> I mean, you're so committed. I'm going in. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can see that. So yeah, yeah I'll go with it. Okay, so you ready to make our pick, Shay? We got so many great games. There's a point spread for all. This is the first time this year there's a point spread for every single SEC game. You ready to make your picks? Hell yeah, man. Absolutely. It's like seems like every week there's a little more on the line. You know what I'm saying? And this week has got a lot on the line, especially for division. So, yeah, I'm ready. Right. But before we do that, of course, we got to let the audience know, Shane, we're brought to you by MyBookie. Head on over to MyBookie.ag today. Put in that promo code, That. S-E-C-T-H-A-T-S-E-C. They'll match your initial deposit, 50% of it, all the way up to 1000 bucks. So you could put you could have $1,500 in your account today. Just fade Cousin Shane, and you will be a multimillionaire by the end of the season if you just keep doubling down. So, again, head on over to mybookie.ag today. 
sign up. And don't forget, most important part, that promo, that SEC, they'll give you a 50% instant deposit match. This is the number one way to help the podcast grow is by signing up over at my bookie. All right, Shane, loaded, loaded schedule. We're getting right into SEC. <laughs> That's how loaded this is. Auburn at Texas A&M. Yeah. Them Aggies, Shane, favored at home by seven and a half points. Over or under 51 and a half points. Noon Eastern, 11 Central on ESPN. This will be right after game yeah. day. People are going to be talking about this Absolutely. one. Who do you like? A&M, Auburn. Going to be one hell of a game. Mm, I love them Aggies, Mike. Mm. I almost wanted to lock this one down, but I didn't. I didn't. One thing I love about A&M is the steps they took forward last week. It felt like the defense – and, again, I know you're looking at the opponents and you're saying, Shane, come on, let's look a week before and see what they did with Miami. But I feel like they've corrected a lot of mistakes they made that week. And it wasn't a flawless game – but they did exactly like the NFL, man. You get your playmakers the ball, and it felt like there was a light switch that came on. Mm-hmm. Defense played better, more of a lockdown style. So I'm expecting that this week. Auburn has had a great run, 3-0. and I think any Auburn fan right now is, is tickled pink about the future that Hugh Freeze is going to bring that program. But – to say that you can go to and play college, that you could play Texas A&M and this be your signature win, we've talked about it. Like this, like there's a couple of games on on Auburn's schedule that you're saying, "Hey, man, this could be the one for Hugh Freeze," and this is one that's popped up a lot in the off season. But I just think I think Texas A&M is just too loaded, too deep, and they're gonna. And unfortunately, Auburn's not gonna be able to go the distance. I don't think it's as high scoring a game as what'd you say, fifty five. On this one? 51 and a half. 51 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's a little bit of a lower scoring game because Auburn does get a pretty, pretty nasty defense at times. So I think they're going to make it, you know, a, a competitive game at the first half, but Texas A&M pulls away. 28, Auburn, 13. Tell me I'm wrong, Mike. <laughs> Tell me. Is it Hugh Freeze getting a signature win? Oh. Or, that, let me ask you before you answer this. Uh-huh. If Auburn does win, yep, it's Jimbo fired. <laughs> I, already, I mean, I already Auburn. had him fired, brother. I so, know, but I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah, his ass is yeah. out. If they cannot afford to lose this. Now, it probably won't be Sunday. Yeah. It should be, but it probably won't be. Of course, they got Bob Petrino down there. That's a <laughs> hell of an interim coach, if you ask me. But, yeah, I mean, all the pressure in the world at home. Got to get this game. But I don't know, Shane. I mean, hmm. I'm looking at some of these efficiency numbers. This is a elite showdown, right? If you go off some of these numbers, A and M number nineteen most efficient offense in the country, Auburn number five most efficient defense in the country. So strength on strength, A and M number eleven most efficient passing offense in the country, Auburn number two most efficient passing defense in the country. So I think this could be a little bit. Better matchup that people are giving it credit. I think Hugh Freeze, that slide devil, you just <laughs> never know what he's really talking about when he's talking. You know, he's saying, oh, we, we got to prepare yourselves. They got a top five recruiters. He poor mouth us all oh, week. Oh, <laughs> God, it's going to be a rough one. And, and everyone down there is saying, oh, he's trying to set them up for, yeah. God, it's going to be a rough month for the Auburn Tigers. I don't think so, man. I think they got some tricks up their sleeves. I think they jump on them, Shane. I really do. 
And I bet you, Shane, <laughs> I bet you, if A&M, if they get down early, yeah, oh, they're gonna be puckered up. They're gonna be making mistakes. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I think this could be the this could be the game of the day. This could be the biggest story. And if they lose it, they're gonna be talking about it all weekend. All oh God, is Dion gonna be next Texas A&M coach? You know, we're gonna hear that. <laughs> yeah. So I say all that, Shane, to say this upset against the spread: Texas A&M <laughs> thirty, A Auburn twenty three. So I I think Auburn covers. Yeah. And I would not be surprised at all if they win this game. But I just, I'm like, I've been burned too many times on yeah. it. They should, they should beat the hell out of this team. They should win by 20 points. Yeah, but they won't because yeah. they'll find a way to screw up and do this and do that. Uh, this, this should be a statement game for A and M. Yeah, but I don't have confidence in them to make it. Yeah, I'm just it's so, it's so tough to put money on Texas A and M right now. Last year, anytime. You know, it's just you're going to get hurt. And I can only imagine what that fan base has gone through, mm-hmm. you know, and losing to Auburn at home against a coach that just pieced this thing together, you know. Golly, that that place could burn down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, most pressure probably going into this game is this one right here. And I think the players feel it too. Yeah. So I think that's why they might be a little tight. Yeah. And that's why I think Auburn may jump on them and, and just – Play ball control, shorten the clock. Don't yeah. give it to Connor Wigman and company. Yeah, that's their key to, to success. I think this yeah. weekend. All right, Shane. How about this one? Another SEC matchup. This is a tricky one. <laughs> Kentucky at Vanderbilt. Kentucky favored by thirteen and a half points. Mm-hmm. They were favored last year. They yeah. didn't win it. Over under fifty and a half total points. Noon Eastern, eleven Central on the SEC Network. Kentucky at Vanderbilt. Who you got, brother? Well, they've been telling us all week this isn't Ray Davis versus Vanderbilt. This isn't, you know, revenge versus Vanderbilt from last year where they got embarrassed in front of their home fans, you know. But, Mike, yes, it's both of those. (laughs) You're going to have one of the best, if not the best running back in the country wanting one thing, to just destroy the Vanderbilt Commodores. You're going to want the rest of the players on that roster to just destroy Vanderbilt Commodores because, again, they embarrassed them. And and I hate to say that about Vandy, but that's where they're at right now. When you lose to Vanderbilt, it is a gut punch, man. And yeah. it's something that you wear all offseason because every – Argument you get in about your football team, they're quick to remind you about that loss against Vanderbilt. <laughs> so, guys, I'm telling you, this one is going to be personal. This one is going to be ugly. I like Kentucky big. 35, not locking it. I'm not locking it because this feels – They're begging you not to in the comments, <laughs> yeah, the I can feel it. I probably should have led with that, Kentucky. You're off the hook. I almost did this one as well, but – there's something about Vanderbilt maybe sneaking back into this at the end of the game. Um, you know, that, uh, Kentucky has yet to play a complete game. So right. uh, that is why I'm kind of steering clear from betting on this one. But I got Kentucky 35, Vandy 14. Now we put Jimbo on the hot seat. What if Mark Stoops loses this game? I mean, I no one's saying it, but. I'd, I'd be pretty damn mad if I'm a Kentucky fan. All this hype, we've not looked great. 
What if we don't look great again? What if Vanderbilt stops making stupid mistakes? Pulls off a stunner. Gets a two-win streak. Again, they're not going to turn around and fire Mark Stoops for losing to this game, but there's going to be a lot of fans saying, what in the hell are we doing here? What's the ceiling with yeah. this team? I, th- I think that's the problem, too, is Kentucky's been out there on its own island the first three weeks. Yeah. Outside of Lexington, not a lot of people have been watching these games, you know, so they really don't know. They don't even know who the quarterback is. You know what I'm saying? They're probably going to be surprised that Ray Davis is even back there. That's where they're at. But if you lose to Vanderbilt, that's the first thing they're going to talk about. That's the, f- the first thing they're going to remember of the 2023 season. Not the three wins you got prior to, but this one right here. And, you know, we had so- we had our boys from up uh, KSR come down, and they they circled this, if you remember. <laughs> yep. You know? Now, I said they're crazy, all right? I don't know why they're worried about Vanderbilt, but those boys were worried about it. So that gave me pause when I did my pick. Another reason why I didn't want to put money on this one, but I don't know. I, to say pressure, I don't think he gets fired, but that seat heats up real quick if they dropped another one two years in a row to Vanderbilt. Right. Yeah, no, I feel you. And this should be an easy win, just like you said. I I, I buy that. Uh, how about this? these stats, Shane? Vanderbilt, 119 rush offense in the country efficiency. Mm-hmm. Kentucky, top 25 rush defense. So I don't think Vanderbilt's going to be able to run the ball. Right. Kentucky, number 37 rush offense. Again, efficiency. Vandy, 103 rush defense with Ray Davis. I mean, this should be a field day. I'm going to start having real concerns, Shane, if we don't get going as yeah. as Kentucky here. This has got to be a game where we get get going, get rolling. SEC is here. You've had three weeks to fool around. Yeah. And even in – I say fool around. They're still winning and winning comfortably, but it's not looked pretty. This is the first one where I think it looks pretty and it better. Otherwise, I'm going to be real concerned. I'm going to look like an idiot for all my (laughs) Kentucky hype. Hell, I even say Kentucky, probably the second best team in the the East. They need to prove it here on Saturday. Kentucky wins big 30 to 13. That's my final score right there. And you can't, and we've been saying this all year long, waiting for AJ Swan and Shepard to finally just, figure it out. You know, that's the that's the only asterisk I'd put into this football game is Vanderbilt surprisingly surprisingly does have a few offensive weapons mm-hmm. that they just for some reason have not been able to put a complete game together. So, right. you want to look on the other side of the spectrum, here's coach Lee, pressures on him, you know. Uh he's obviously dropped a couple of games we we didn't expect, one especially UNLV, they should have had that one. Yeah. But this is a good opportunity to right that ship, get their first SEC win of the year. So, Rest, yeah. Rest says, hell, Vandy's not much better than Kentucky's first three opponents. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> All right, Shane, how about this one? Oh, you're going to love this one. UTSA, brother, at number 21, Tennessee. And the, and the Vol, Shane, they, when this opened, I, I'm trying to think – I read this already today. I already forgotten. I think it was like 14, 15-point spread. Yeah. It's jumped to 21-and-a-half in favor of the Vols. So that tells me the UTSA quarterback, Frank Harris, I don't think he's going to play. Yeah. I think word leaked, and th- and that's why you see a touchdown difference in the spread. So just want to put that out there. Over, under, and, and I'm not reporting that, but that's what it tells me. That's just what it tells me. 59-and-a-half total points in this ballgame, 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 Central on the SEC Network. Who do you like, UTSA or them balls? 
I don't like either one of them. <laughs> you know, I have no confidence. I have no confidence in this this squad right now. Yeah. So there'll be no. I don't care what the spread is. I almost Morristown haunted this thing, Mike. That's how confident <laughs> I am in those volunteers right now. Until they show me. I mean, you're you're talking about teams like Austin P and Virginia. You know, come out here and just steamroll. UT, whatever initials they are, come out here and do that. That's exactly what we need to see because regardless of how bad our offensive line our offensive line is, mm. their defensive line cannot be better. You know, they should right. not be able to do like Florida and just put four or five in the box and just kick our ass the entire what game. What if they do though? <laughs> I mean, we've got I mean, that's why I don't want to put money on it because I feel like this is one of those games that just all of a sudden, we're in the second quarter, and you know we, we've got the ball for the third time, and right. we're trying to get down the field and not go three and out, and then UTSA is just dink and dunk and moving the chains and keeping the clock rolling because the recipe's out there on how to beat the Tennessee Volunteers. I hate to be a Debbie Downer, but how many of you guys walked 13 miles for this shitty team this week? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying they're shitty. All right, I love the Volunteers. I really do. And I think they have potential, and I may be wrong. But, Mike, there is no way in hell I would put money on this game. In fact, I am scared of this game. Who walks into this one? UTSA and scared of it. I am I am naturally worried about this one, this opponent. So that's they're, where they're I'm all at. asking you to lock it down, other fans, non-Tennessee fans. Non-Tennessee fans? Yeah, they're like, Shane's about to lock his bad boy down. No, I can't. <laughs> I, I ain't betting on Tennessee anymore, I'll tell you right now, till they redeem themselves. So. Yeah. I'm not going to beat around the bush, Mike, anymore. I still think that this is a Tennessee victory, Yeah, but I don't think we cover the spread. Um, 31, UTSA 24. Oh we win by seven. <laughs> oh, Tell folks. me I'm wrong. I'm, I'm trying, again, I'm trying not to be negative, but I know that that whole bit was negative, and, and right. I, I, I'm trying not to, but – I've not had warm, fuzzy feels about this program since day one. Even Virginia, yes, we, we we beat the shit out of them, and we had some success running the ball, but there were still moments in there that old Tennessee, last year's Tennessee, would have put 40 more points on the, on the, on the board, and we just right. couldn't get it done. Right. I'm drinking this one for you, Shane, because the the positivity and the all and the you know the jubilation that we're used to from cousin Shane that's dead and gone. It's gone. That died last week, and I could hear it in your voice. So, whoo, got but, blisters on my feet, man. buddy. You I can know? I can hear you. I I feel you. I don't, I don't have any confidence in Tennessee. This doesn't look like a Josh Heupel team. No, they can't put up points on the board like they've used to. We're used. To, I mean, hell, I mean they're sixteen. I, I, Florida, maybe we clearly we underrated them. Yeah, that's what I'm used to them getting in the first quarter. Yeah, 16 points, and they could barely get it in four quarters. Austin P. Yeah, c- c- couldn't score on them. Austin P. No one can name a single player on Austin P. Except <laughs> for that idiot. I mean, we can't even name him, but that idiot coach on the <laughs> sideline. You know what I mean? You're looking bad against these teams. I think there's something wrong, and not to say it can't be fixed, but this is a this is your final opportunity to get it fixed. Yeah. Because we got South Carolina coming in here, buddy. And everybody keeps talking about the help fans are asking us, South Carolina, Tennessee, who's going to win? They're overlooking this UTSA, yeah. which is they got a hell of a coach. But I think it thankfully for them, it doesn't sound like the, the quarterback's gonna play. If the quarterback was playing, 
I'd probably pick them to beat Tennessee. I really would. Because it just seems like there's some bad mojo. There's expectations. Now, again, I don't think Tennessee's as bad as they showed. Yeah. I keep saying it. I think this season is going to come down to home field, rowdy environments, night games. I don't think not, if you're not elite, you're not winning in an environment like that. Right. I don't think any of these teams are. So maybe we're just a little too down on Tennessee, but they got to prove it to me. Yeah. Because I all my goodwill of just expecting to, to roll the ball out and beat the hell out of one of these teams is gone. So I got them winning 35-20, to 20, but I don't have confidence in it. And just like you with this spread now over 21 points, I take – 21 and a points. I take the 21 points. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the points. And I, you know, coming off that again, I'm going to go in with high expectations that the Tennessee balls go back to back to back touchdowns, you know, just, right. just all of a sudden it's, it's like we figured it out and maybe that's maybe Florida was the wake up call. You know, I know we had the players only only meeting and shit like that, but you know, sometimes you just need to get punched in the mouth on national TV. You got to get embarrassed in front of your fans and your family to finally figure out that, hey, we can't just roll out here anymore and, and beat a team like UTSA. We just can't. Right. You know, there's never the, the rest of our schedule, there's not one opponent on that schedule that can't beat us. Right. So, again, maybe that's the way. And it's a, I, I guarantee Hopple, Hopple's a, been a player. I mean, Hopple's a dude. He's, 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 Wants this victory more than anybody in that stadium. So I bet he was on their ass all week long, and and I hope I'm wrong. But I'm in with the mode with Tennessee. I'm in the wait to, before I put money on it kind of mode. There, yeah. I mean, we got Gamecock fans here, Shane. They're they're saying, I hope they stick with McMilton until our game. You know, what I mean, like that's how bad it's gotten. And uh, the barn, he wants to know, do we see Nico this week? What do you think? I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't think Josh wants to see a quarterback controversy. Even right. though, isn't that sad? Like that's where we're at. Where it's yeah. like they're afraid if we put him out there and he looks good, it's just yeah. going to get louder. Like we got build up yeah. Milton's confidence going into SEC play. Who wants right that? There. Who wants that about their quarterback? <laughs> like you know, we got to yeah. make sure he's 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 dialed in. We got to make sure he's having a good time. And then you know, we don't want that. We want it. We want a killer out there, yeah. at quarterback. And if he's not doing it, then yeah, sure, bring somebody else in. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's not Nico. You put another running back back there, and, and we'll we'll play the 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 Kentucky of 2019. You know, and we'll yeah. just run this damn thing. And we got Jay Dalton in here. Shout out Jay. He's saying the offensive line a bigger issue than Milton, and I I agree yeah, with that. After, I do too. Maybe after the game. It was fire maybe, everybody, you know. Maybe we put a few him. pounds on Milton and let him go up there and block for Nico. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about this one, Shane? Fired up. This I yeah. think I don't want to ruin it, but I think it's potential for the best game of the week. Yeah. And that nobody's gonna see coming as as this caliber. Arkansas at number twelve, LSU. LSU favored by seventeen and a half points at home. Over unders fifty five total points. 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central on ESPN, nationally televised. LSU, Arkansas, the battle for the golden boot. Yeah. What do you I, like I here? think that may be one of the ugliest trophies that, that's competed for in the SEC. No offense. Yeah, I just. Worse than the Missouri, Arkansas one? I mean that's even that's yeah, even that worse. Pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. If we had a top three, the Golden <laughs> yeah. Boot, I think it's maybe just the size of it. You know, it's right, just kind right. of you know can't really. But uh, this this has the makings for a sneaky good game, mm-hmm. Mike. I, I, I'm with you. Everyone has 
you know, poo-pooed Arkansas all week. You know, you lost to BYU, blah, blah, blah. LSU, they put them back on the on the hill. They're they're back. They're going to win the West. They're going to go to the SEC championship. That's the narrative. Mm-hmm. But, you know, since Kelly's been down here, one of the problems that we've had with his program is the inconsistencies. Yeah. You know, it's the highs, which are great, but the lows will just kind of rip your heart out, you know, and, and Tiger fans know exactly what I'm talking about. We saw it week one. We saw it many times last year. I don't know, brother. I've been going around on this one. And was last week a bet was when I looked at last week, was that a better tale of LSU and its future? Or was that a better tale of Arkansas and its upcoming future? And I think I don't think so on either one. I don't think LSU is going to play as good as they did uh last week. And I don't think Arkansas is going to play near as bad as they did. They've made a lot of mistakes, especially with that offensive line late in the game, stupid penalties that you could easily clean up. There was just mistakes. Play calling. There was, I think, you know, you heard Sam talk about this coming out and said, hey, sometimes you just got to throw analytics out and just got to go yeah. with the coach gut feel. And I think that's where he kind of got away from. Now he, he's he's going to make some decision that, that would benefit this team. So <sighs> this one <laughs> is my Morristown Honda, Mike, because <laughs> I'm telling you, there is an opportunity here for Arkansas to steal a sneaky victory here and bring LSU down. But they're going to fall one point short. Give me LSU 28, Arkansas 27, Ooh. Morristown Honda. Man, you know what's scary, Shane? It's got me reevaluating. So I basically got the same thing, oh, man. No. I think KJ gets hot. Yeah. Just need some help, man. I mean, this hell. You know, that last drive, the game on the line, they had six penalties. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, he had to go 300 yards <laughs> to, to win that game. You know what I mean? I mean, that's ridiculous. But he almost did. Yeah. Yeah. But surely to God, they get that cleaned up. And, yeah, I mean, the last – I know the last few seasons, I hate comparing because it's so different. Yeah. But it's been a three-point game every time. These are rivals. I know LSU maybe doesn't consider it, but Arkansas, this is their main rival They, they in yeah. their mind. You know, they they recruit down there. Sam's beaten LSU in Death Valley. And something you said there I think is really important. We're, we're lacking that consistency from Brian Kelly's team. Yeah. And maybe in fairness, it's because the, the team's, the roster's not where he wants it yet. And maybe it's because it's transfers and, and all kinds of things, but... I don't know, man. I I really do think that this is going to be the game of the weekend in the SEC, back and forth. Whoever has the ball last, KJ versus Jane Daniels, I think it's going to be a duel fest. Yeah. Cannot wait to watch this game. If we can just get the, the ground game going for Arkansas, yeah, they can win this damn game. Mm-hmm. That's what they're going to have to do, and I think they can do it, Shane. And I'm the only reason I'm not picking Arkansas is just because <laughs> – it seems like every time I pick them, they lose. So this is reverse psychology right here. This is my lock of the week, though. I'm giving it LSU gets the win, but Arkansas gets an easy cover. LSU 33, Arkansas 30. Mm. And, I mean, it could go either way. I, I honestly think just like you, Morristown Honda type deal, it's going to be a field goal at the in the final moment, what have you. This is going to be one hell of a game. Dude, it's such a big game for Arkansas. It's such a big game for Sam, you know, because – they're out there, right? I've been out there. I've been negative, and 
doubting and and that's what the country's doing right now is is what's the future of this program really look like well if you could come out and you could beat lsu buddy buddy you talk about winning a fan base this place that place would be so electric when he gets back it'd be like after that texas game you know right so i i this is a big one a big one for arkansas arkansas needs it more than lsu does that's true Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and picks a flavorful punch, 5% alcohol, and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering on your favorite SEC team. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love of college football. Keep it twisted. All right, Shane, how about this matchup? Charlotte hmm. at number 25, Florida. Florida's favored by 28 points, over under 48 and a half, 730 Eastern, 7 Central on ESPN and SEC Network Plus, real opportunity here for the Gators to get some momentum. Yeah. Rack on another one. They just announced, yet I think it was yesterday, another sellout crowd. The fans are in. They're going to be engaged. It's going to be a hostile environment. Good luck to Charlotte because they're going to need it. Yeah, and, and, you know, honestly, you always think about, is there going to be a letdown? Coming back from the Tennessee game, is there going to be a little bit of that – you know, Utah showing up again and maybe a little inconsistencies up front. I, I mean, possibly, but I don't know, man. I think Florida figured it out. And I don't think they figured it out last week. I think they figured it out the week before against McNeese. I, yeah. I, I really do. I think that this is a program that is locked in, and they've been told all year long that they're not going to a bowl game. They're the worst team next to Vanderbilt in the East. You know, they've been told how shitty they're supposed to be all summer long. And now every game is an opportunity to shut people like you and me up, you know, and that's what they're going to continue to do. So this is not a game. Okay. The the only thing you're going to get from Charlotte is a unique coach. (laughs) <laughs> that has no coaching experience, I think. You know, next yeah, yeah. to uh, cut off sleeves, kind of <laughs> like a poor man Bill Belichick over there. Yeah. But yeah. other than that, the Florida Gators will will have this one. The only thing I'm afraid of is the spread. That seems it seems like a lot because this team does not try to put points up like some other programs. It doesn't try to maximize possessions. It just wants to move the chains keep getting progress and then when you're in the red zone get some points that's it's simple the yeah. billy ball so i i think that this is a, a good game i don't think it's close ever uh charlotte may get an ugly one at the end but give me florida 38 but the points i'm going with charlotte 14 i just think that mm. uh what was it 25 28. 28, yeah. So maybe like a probably like a backdoor cover, yeah, I guess, yeah, the yeah, backup yeah. type so, deal. Exactly, something like that. Yeah. No, I feel you, Shane, because, uh, I mean, I'm looking at some of these numbers. Charlotte's got the number 100 pass defense, mm. number 98 rush offense. I mean, they're yeah. going to run the ball on Florida. Uh, they're not going to be able to stop them. This is, this is uh, one where we, we're going to – 
let's let the kids play on yeah. this one. You know what I mean? <laughs> Big game. Just beat Tennessee's ass. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we're going to find out more about our, our depth in this matchup. Going to be over by halftime. It, you know, great point by you, though. I mean, you, I mean, I think Billy Napier will be happy with a six to zero win. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. If he was able to just eat <laughs> one, all the clock, one up. long drive, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, they got the ground game going. That was the most important thing. Yeah. I, for I, I think all year Florida, they're going to be. Why the hell did we not give the running backs more carries against Utah? Yeah. That's something I, I don't think we'll ever get the real answer to, but. It doesn't matter. What matters is they're feeding them now. They're feeding them the last two weeks, and they've been <laughs> delivering big yeah. time. So do that again. Shorten this game. Get the hell out of here. Get back into SEC play. Florida, 42, Charlotte, 10. So I even like Florida's cover, but I understand why you you went Charlotte. I It wouldn't stun me if Charlotte yeah. backdoors this thing. And, again, just momentum. After this, I think they got Kentucky and then Vanderbilt. You know, Florida's got – a tough schedule on the backside. They cannot afford to drop any of these games, you know, right. especially if they are going to go to a good bowl. So, yeah, uh, I, I think it's just pressure on. Mm-hmm. All right, how about this one, Shane? UAB at number one, Georgia. Them dogs favored by 42 points. I'm wearing the shirt for the dogs over here. <laughs> over under 54 and a half points, 730 Eastern, 630 Central on yeah. ESPN. Deuce. Who do you got winning the game? You know what I want to see? Because I think that's what we really need to talk about this one is just what do we want to see from the Georgia Bulldogs against UAB? Because I don't think it's going to be a ball game. But you can't afford to come out slow anymore and sluggish. This doesn't need a halftime adjustment. This is a game that honestly needs to be put away by halftime. Right. And and Georgia has, has failed to do that because – and the, and the kicker, the flip side of that is then, you know, once you get that lead, then you can start taking some of these guys out and getting some of these younger kids in there because injury's a thing. They're, I mean, they're riddled with injuries down. There's going to be a lot of kids not suiting up in this one. So the the more points we can get early and get off the field, I think, is, is key. And I, and I think that's what we have. I think Georgia is like, okay. They, they needed to get punched in the mouth, and South Carolina did that last week. UAB, it's easy to overlook these guys, but I don't think it happens. I think they come out, put some points up early. The spread, 42. I don't like that, Mike. Give me Georgia, 41, UAB, zero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just betting points now. <laughs> Imagine getting a shutout and still not covering. But, you know, a lot of interesting points by you, Shane. How about – Look at the, these stats I've dug up here. UAB, defensive efficiency, mm-hmm. number 93 in the country. Mm-hmm. UAB, number 125 run defense in the country. If Georgia does not smoke his team, you know, with their offense, yeah, I'm going to have some real questions. And everybody's going to start coming around to Maybe that crazy bastard's right. Maybe this isn't a number one team. Now they they got to beat the hell out of them. I think they will, but I'm just I'm just put pointing it out. UAB's got a good quarterback. They got a good passing offense. Mm-hmm. That's all they got. Yeah. And last time I checked, Georgia's got the best defense in the SEC, if not the country. Right. So that doesn't scare me. So I I think you're you're pretty damn close. I I think UAB will score, but I don't care about that. I'm going to be watching with a keen eye. Georgia's offense, even with all these guys out, it's time to enforce our will. 
It's time to be sharp. It's time to start fast. And if we don't, I'm going to be pissed off, Shane. I'm going to be trolling like I have been. Gibby, Georgia, 48, UAB, 7. So I like like UAB to cover by one point. Well, you know, Kirby's halftime speech is floating around. Yep. and I always wonder if, like, there was two halftime speeches, like one we could do for the camera and one we can't because <laughs> I feel like some of us doctored a little bit. But, you know, he came out and he said, kept it simple. We're going to have six possessions in this half. Let's, let's capitalize on four of them or five of them. I can't remember what it is. And I think that's the case here with UAB. Mm-hmm. You'll have six possessions in that first half. I would love to see touchdown, 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 you know, as we go yep. through and then – Call it a day, man. You they need a they need an early game or these injuries. If you keep playing with your food and then we we go into the third and fourth again, you're going to get somebody else banged up. Yep. All right. How about this one, Shane? I know you're excited. Missouri minus six, favored by six in St. Louis mm-hmm. against Memphis. Mm-hmm. Interesting line there. Over under fifty one and a half total points. Seven thirty Eastern, six thirty Central on ESPNU. And last I checked, I checked today, Shane, Brady Cook listed as day-to-day. He's been upgraded. He returned to practice. So I imagine he's going to play. I don't have a final confirmation on that. Maybe that's why the spread is only six because of the quarterback status. I'm not sure. But very interesting that it's that it's less than a touchdown after that big win over Kansas State. Yeah. Thoughts on this matchup? Well, I think they, they're just looking at what Eli's done in the past, and sometimes he's had a little bit of a letdown after a big game, and I don't think that happens. You know, I I, I don't want to quite lock this game down, but I don't think this is the same Mizzou we've seen in a long time, man. Now, I don't like – I will say this, Mike. One thing is you do live in the rearview mirror sometimes, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's Thursday, and I'm still seeing highlight reels from Kansas State. That's a little alarming, mm-hmm. you know. I think it was a great game, and it's something that we'll always remember, and if you were there, obviously, you know, it's a memory that will last a lifetime. But you can't let it drag too long because if you do, you're going to get punched in the mouth with Memphis because Memphis is a team that can beat you. Hell, Vegas thinks you can't even beat them by more than seven points. You know, so that's a concern. Your quarterback's banged up a little bit. There are some things we need to work on. I think the defense is still going to shut Memphis down, but do we get that running attack, rushing attack? Do we have somebody else other than Luther step up, you know, and, and, and provide some playmaking capabilities? So I think we do. I think this is a this is a week that they figured out they belong, and um, but there's still a natural hangover from that that victory. So my only concern is is that they're they're dragging that that win a little too far and and when you see that I'm expecting a little bit of a sluggish start out of the gate but I expect Missouri to to win ultimately. So mm. uh another win. I don't think it's a big win. I don't think you're just like you're not putting this one in. You're not framing the newspaper when this this score comes out. Yeah. But I like Mizzou twenty eight, Memphis twenty one. Ooh. So still over. I, I or the points with the points. Right. So, and Charles, I've not seen this, but he's uh, Charles. Appreciate you with the info. He's he's saying Brady Cook has texted a reporter that he he is playing in the game. So why did he text me? Uh, yeah. No. What the hell? 
Damn. You really yeah. got the shirt on and everything. I'm wearing the shirt and everything. <laughs> I'm eating his wide receiver's chips, you know? I mean, come on. I got a pizza coming, you know? One of our fans is sending us a couple of those infamous pizzas. Yeah. So I can't wait to eat that Saturday. I mean, I'm all in on the Mizzou train, brother. I right. mean, we're – but this is a game we can't lose because then no one cares about LSU anymore. You have an opportunity for potential game of the week, you know? So – don't don't waste it on Memphis Tigers. Right. Well, here's one thing though, Shane. I had no idea. This this blew my mind about these Memphis Tigers. According to the efficiency, Shane, they got the number one most efficient defense in the country. Hmm. Of course, they haven't played anybody, but yeah. number one pass defense and number six rush defense. So, according to the computers, Shane, this is a formidable defense. But you know what? <laughs> they ain't faced Luther Burden, brother. No. So, hey, Brady's let him cook. He's cooking right now. Yeah. Luther, I think, is the best receiver in the country. And, oh, yeah, Missouri's got a defense, too. Last time I checked, I don't care what the computers say. I think Missouri's got a better defense <laughs> than old Blue Tiger Memphis over yeah. here. So, yeah, I think they're in for a rude awakening. Just the, the point spread scares me. This This feels like one where they're begging you. To bet the mortgage on Missouri, yeah, and I don't know why. So this this is is a trap game. I wouldn't bet on this game to save my life. Give me Missouri twenty eight twenty because it's hard for me to believe all that momentum, everything they got going, that they'll drop a game like this. I think they will be locked in, yeah, because they're getting a sense of of winning and the joys of that. They haven't had that, yeah. This is their opportunity going to St. Louis, show up have a good performance, but I think it's going to be ugly. Yeah. I think they win it. Give me Missouri covering the spread, but I'm, I don't feel great about it. I really don't. <laughs> I, I almost honda Boris down yeah, this bad I know. boy. I know there's something. And, and I'd love to be just dead dog wrong. You know, I'd love for him to just come out and it'd be 28, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you look at Memphis's schedule. I mean, they barely beat Navy. I mean, they're three and zero. They're undefeated, so ugly. But they beat Butch Jones, you know. So it's not like they've they've beat any impressive teams at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, Mizzou is. A, a, are they top twenty five? They're not. I keep asking. Not. That. They're not. For they some will be reason, after this. They one. should be. They will be after this one. So don't 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 mess around. Got to get that victory. Yeah. All right. How about this one, Shane? Talk about. I think this this is another potential great game. Mississippi State at South Carolina. South Carolina favored by six and a half points at home. Over and under 48 and a half total points. Night game, 730 Eastern, 630 Central on the SEC Network. Ooh, boy, these teams, both of them, desperate to get a win. Who gets it, South Carolina or Mississippi State? All right, listen up, Gamecocks. Oh no! Right. Listen, listen. I, I'm changing my pick. I was a little premature with the North Carolina one. Okay, all right. I get it. I get it. But there ain't one Gamecock fan out there thinks they can't beat this this Mississippi State team, right? You know what I'm saying? Mississippi State didn't just look god awful this week. They've looked god awful all year long, mainly on offense, defense, flashes. Yes. Have moments, yes. But for some reason, Will Rogers and this offense cannot move. The only thing they've got is a good running back. 
You know, and I will say Marks has been fantastic. But you got the best quarterback. I'm saying it, Mike. I'm crowning him right now. You've got the best quarterback in the SEC right now. Probably because he came to our booth at Media Day, so I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't know. Maybe that was it. Maybe that was, <laughs> you know, he winked at me and he said, hey, Shane, lock us down for this game because we're going to beat the shit out of Mississippi State because they are. I, this is this is that moment when you're going to look back and he's counting the court, you know, counting yeah. touchdowns like he did against Tennessee. I think so. You're going to have Legat. going to if he has three touchdowns, Mike. I'm wearing his shirt. I'm doing the fold up shirt. It's, <laughs> it's happening, you know. Because again, I want to see that. I want to see. Well, you may not want to see that, <laughs> but I will say this is going to be an absolute bloodbath. I am not concerned at all with Mississippi State. And, and no offense, dogs. I I I I get it. You're going through it right now, but. I don't know. I can't even say anything positive. There's, it's been that rough of a year, and South Carolina's trajectory is is, is flying toward the moon right now. So mm. I'm not going to beat around the bush. South Carolina, 42. Mississippi State, 17. This okay. is the first – like, this is – they had the uh, Furman game, but you got to remember, too, we haven't seen William Bryce alive yet. You know what I'm saying? We've seen little bits of it during that Furman game. Yeah. But, dude, it's going to be electric for this one. It's going to be an awesome, awesome showing. Yeah, Bob says that was totally intentional. Locking the <laughs> cocks right before Tennessee. I just want to get cheap tickets next week, so I need y'all to lose. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Arthur just says, kid. Cousin Shane casting a spell on Cockland. Oh, no. That, no. Come on. Oh, and I'm 0 for 7. You know what I'm saying? Nobody goes 0 for 8. Do you know anybody goes 0 for 8? No. I think you went 0 for 10 one year. Why Why you got to bring that shit up? <laughs> so we we have not reached What's your, the spread on that one? On this one? Yeah. Six and a half South Carolina favored. Are you worried that it's close? Are you worried? Let me ask you. What do you got? What do you got for Mississippi State? Tell me why I'm wrong, Mike. <laughs> I'm feeling great about my pick now. <laughs> now that you locked up. Mississippi State, because here, or excuse me, South Carolina, because here it is, Shay. Neither one of these teams has got a very efficient anything. Yeah. Aside from Spencer Rattler. I mean, he saved them. I get it. Leggett's playing great. Players are emerging. Yeah, South Carolina's got a good special teams, but I just, I'm trying to think. They haven't had a ton of great special teams plays no, this not year. Not this year. Uh, but Mississippi State, I mean, they got a lot of pride. They got a lot on the line. They got an experienced team. And, yeah, they got their ass kicked at home mm-hmm. last weekend to a really good LSU team. I think that says more about LSU and, and how good they are than, than Mississippi State sucking. This is Again, this is a must win for both. I don't think Mississippi State goes in here and gets their ass handed to them. I really don't. Because the one thing Mississippi State can do is run the ball. And South Carolina can't stop the run. Yeah. So... <laughs> Again, I was feeling good about it before, but you locked it up. I'm feeling great about it, brother. I almost picked Mississippi State to win the game. But what do I keep saying? This season is going to be dictated by home games, particularly at night. That'll be enough to give South Carolina the edge. But give me South Carolina 27, Mississippi State 24. I think this is a a very, very close game, field goal type (laughs) game. Both teams desperately need it. And I I hate to do – I mean, 
I really hate to do this, Shane. But we got we got to keep it honest with the folks, right? Yeah. Whoever loses this game, you're done. You're just yeah. You're done. For both of them. Yeah. And so, I don't want to see either one of them be done. But I think that's the way it is. Yeah. And Shane just cursed South Carolina. So it's going to be South Carolina. So bad that you can't even. You locked him up, not me. Yeah, because I think. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Okay. I don't. I I mean, I don't know. I don't. I can't argue with zero and seven. But you know, I feel like since I got my Mizzou shirt, I may be undefeated in this guy. So let me ask you this though: if if because I don't think many people got South Carolina losing this game, right? If they outright lose it. After you lock his team up, mm. I mean the the power. We kind of joke, but kind of serious, but kind of joke. You might really have some kind of gift of something. Something's wrong. <laughs> uh, you know, because we figured it up this week that if you took a two hundred dollar bet with my bookie mm-hmm. and they matched, it, gave you a hundred, mm-hmm. you'd start out three hundred dollars. At this moment, if you've doubled down every time. You'd have $38,000. And if I'm wrong in this one, you'd have $76,000. You know? Can you imagine? Ooh, take it to the Jeez. bank, man. All can't, right. can't buy anything with $76,000 anymore because <laughs> inflation, but, you know? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'd love to have $76,000. I'd, yeah. I'd love to have my $700 back, Mike, to be honest with you. <laughs> All right, game of the week, Shane. Would have done this one earlier. It kicks off earlier, yeah. but game of the week. Number 15, Ole Miss. At number 13, Alabama. Crimson Tide favored by seven at home. The over-unders, 55 and a half total points. 330 Eastern, 230 Central on CBS. Who you got in the game? Mike, I think this one, you just got to throw it all out. You know, throw out the stats. Throw out the the players. Just, it, it is Team A versus Team B. Yeah. Now, this one team has been kicking your ass forever. And Lane Kiffin, I know, I mean, obviously there's been moments when Ole Miss has won this this matchup. We're all familiar with that. But, you know, Lane Kiffin has never had that. You know, he's been close. He was close last year. Mm-hmm. You got Alabama, just a hot mess. Media just – Pouring on. They can't wait to talk about the decaying dynasty and Nick Saban's out and mm-hmm. Alabama sucks and this is it's over, you know. And and say what you want, Ole Miss has found ways to win games up to this point. It's been scrappy at times, but they have had some playmakers emerge. But it also comes down to simple coaching. Nick Saban versus Lane Kiffin. And who do I think is going to win this game, Mike? Lane freaking Kiffin. Whoa. It's time. It's time, Papaw. <laughs> You're going down, your boy. Grab your popcorn. You know, I again, I think this is going to be an awesome match. I think last year was an awesome game. Mm. I think this one's going to be an awesome game as well. You've got a quarterback in Jackson Dart that's kind of figured it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And given an opportunity, he is going to make Alabama pay. But I don't. Th- I don't think it's going to be a back and forth fifty point game like like we've seen in years past. I think it's going to be a little bit more conservative, and possibly come down to the final drive. I just think 
Kiffin's got some stuff up his sleeve. You know, this he knows this is his last opportunity probably for a while mm-hmm. to beat to beat Nick Saban because either Saban's retiring or Lane's moving on. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? He may stay down there forever, but 28-24 is what I have the score. So give me them Ole Miss Rebels. Man, these comments, Shane. Well, Ole Miss just lost. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama's a lock. I almost, you know, I almost locked this one down. I did. did. Yeah. It's just, I just felt really good about that South Carolina one. I couldn't, because there's still that, that, that Nick Saban side, you know? It's like, what if this was all a ruse? You know? What if, what if, what if Alabama just, bam, wakes up after that USF game and they, they had the player only meetings and, yep. you know, the fan, the, the, apparently the, the kids were very, very embarrassed about that, that close win down there. And, you know, maybe this is the game they needed to kind of get going. So that's why I'm just kind of afraid to put money on this one. Right. Well, Shane, I'll tell you what, you better be right. For Lane Kiffin's sake. Because mm-hmm. I think people would get tired of this bullshit with all his antics. I mean, yeah. I enjoy the hell of it. Yeah. But if I'm an Ole Miss fan and he's just sitting here trolling and doing this and doing that and tweeting out Miley Cyrus, yeah. Castles in decline, whatever the hell it was, but and they lay an egg, you know, come out here, get your popcorn ready. We've got, oh, we've got to plug you in the machine. <laughs> oh, that's cute and funny. But we can't win a damn game that matters. I mean, it's time. This is the worst Alabama he's ever faced. Yep. This is probably his most complete Ole Miss team mm-hmm. that he's had. So it's tough. It's in Tuscaloosa. Man, I can go back and forth on this one, brother. All the turmoil with Alabama, the, the King Dynasty. Whoever came up with that is a genius, by the way. <laughs> but, you know, there's a lot of negativity around Alabama. If they don't win this game, Shane, the wheels are coming off. Yeah. And this team's done. Right. And they got about four or five more tougher games, I think. So I, I can't imagine the scene. I can't wait for Feinbaum on Monday. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, yeah. if they lose this damn game. But all that being said, Shane, with all this hoopla about Alabama sucking and they don't got a quarterback and Tommy Reese is awful, which a lot of that's true, what people are not saying is they got a damn really good defense. And Ole Miss, yes, Jackson Dart's been great. I, hell, I picked him. I, I was a. I feel like I was ahead on that one when I put him number three in my quarterback rankings. And I think he's kind of validated that to this point. Mm-hmm. But two things, if two things were different, Shane, I'd be with you. If Judkins, if I knew he's 100% healthy, and if that offensive line for Ole Miss was getting it done, and they're not. Yeah. I mean, hell, last week Jackson Dart was our leading rusher right. on – I don't know if it was a busted play or what, but, I mean, he had some long runs and everything. So they need a balanced offense. They need Junkins to be at 100% to knock off Alabama with this defense. And I just don't trust Lane Kiffin in these yeah. big-time games. I really don't. So give me Alabama and give me them to cover. 27-17. I think it's a low-scoring game. And here's another thing, Shane. Every time I pick Alabama to lose, they win by about 40, 45 points. Yeah. So this might be another one. I got a little reverse psychology <laughs> going here. But, uh, yeah, and I am so confident, Shane, in Ole Miss to shit to bed and put egg on their face. I'm going to put Jackson Dart egg on my face like you did. If Ole Miss wins, not only that, 
but I'll do that stupid pencil mustache he's got. That'll yeah. be that'll be what I'll do for Sunday show with the face paint. With the face, and I'll do not just like Shane barely putting. I'll put that shit all over my face. That's what I'm willing to do if Ole Miss proves me wrong, and they might do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty confident. Rename Alabama. your dog Juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll call him Juice. I don't care. That's what we'll do mm. Sunday as we break down these games, 6 o'clock Eastern, 5 Central on Sunday. Can't wait for that. Any closing thoughts, buddy, as we get out of here? What's the article? What's the news articles read if Nick Saban goes down? What does it say on Monday? What is What is the narrative? The – the king dynasty. I mean, is that just doubled down on that? Do you do you think the there's day like any the dynasty cons- died? Something yeah. like that. Would you see? Would you see hot seat talk? <laughs> That's crazy. But I mean, I, I'm not going to say that they're going to fire Nick Saban. But would you see some of that popping up every now and then? How soon could we get Dion? Maybe like fake an injury kind of thing. You know? <laughs> yeah, Dion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's going to be out there. Yeah. That. Really is. I mean, I I don't buy into that, but that's what that's what's going to be said, Shane. Yeah. I don't think they're going to put him on the hot seat, but they'll just it'll. I think it'll be as Nick Saban is he holding him back? Yeah. And I don't think it's Nick Saban necessarily. I think it's I think it's his coordinator hires were awful. Like yeah. I said at the time, I think it's a lack of development, which that's a little bit on him. But I don't know. I mean, it's just it's been in decline, man. Yeah. Hell, what's the same thing I say? They they have the roster of Georgia. And no one that looks at Georgia play and watch Alabama play and say, it's about the same team here. Yeah. So, I mean, it's 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 a mile apart here. I, just, I was thinking the D on. You know, it's funny, <laughs> like, when you talk to people that don't watch college football, you know, yeah. and they're asking what you do and you're telling them about the SEC and stuff like that, what do you think about Dion over there? You know, how many times <laughs> have you been asked that? And you're like, ah, oh, these guys don't watch football. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So, man, it's going to be a great week. Yeah. Oh, a lot of awesome. SEC action. A lot of action. And to, I feel like, you know, we got a little taste of it last week with a couple upsets. It feels like we could potentially have that. I mean, we got Alabama, uh, got a close one. Me and you are real close on the Arkansas uh, LSU game. Yeah. You know, uh, I ho- I hate to say it, but Mizzou, six point. You know, you got to be real careful. There's There's some sneaky trap games out here. And we may be singing a different narrative come Sunday. So let me ask you this real quick: yeah. Who's hitting the panic button more with a loss? A and M, Tennessee, Arkansas, Missouri, or Mississippi State, South Carolina? I think panic is going to be well. I think Mississippi State would be a good one. Mm-hmm. Like a panic button. Yeah. Um, obviously, Tennessee losing to UTSA. That, that I would say that's number one. But right below it would be Jimbo. Because yeah. nobody in College Station is expecting to lose to Hugh Freeze. And, you know, th- that was a whole narrative was Jimbo had to build these classes up and blah, 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 blah to get to this point. And then you got a guy that comes in pieces some stuff together during the transfer portal goes to your your hometown and, and beats you right uh second loss of the year so ugh. <laughs> 
you know what? That's number one. <laughs> yeah. That's number one. Yeah. Jimbo, Jimbo ain't getting any sleep right. uh, Saturday night, so or Friday night. So yeah. Well, buddy, I can't wait for it. I can't uh, thank you enough for for showing up. Can't thank each and every one of you enough for tuning in, particularly uh, those in the live show and enjoy all these interactions we have with you but uh, enjoy the games this weekend and we'll catch you on the next one all right see you guys go balls hey buddy this beer's for you mike and cousin shane that sec podcast loves the pirate and the pirate loves that sec podcast hail state